Hello, San Pedro Podcast, episode 97. Hey, I'm Amanda. And I'm Jess. And this is the Hello San Pedro podcast. Join us as we talk with locals, community leaders, business owners, and people like us who love all things San Pedro. Every week, we'll explore San Pedro's deeply rooted culture, discuss local issues, and spread good vibes. Let's get into it. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Hello San Pedro podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Amanda Silva. Today we are continuing in our series on health and wellness and just overall good vibes physically for, for the new year. And we have a really amazing guest. Um, she's actually been somebody on my list for a really long time and I've been familiar with her work and she's also been recommended as a guest um, by other guests. Um, so we're really glad that we're finally getting this out. Um, this conversation was really enlightening for me and very motivating. It's a good feel one. So I hope you I hope you all enjoy it. We'll go ahead and let her introduce herself. Um, hello, I'm Dr. Janae Brown. I am a physical therapist. Um, I own Physical Therapy San Pedro here in San Pedro. Um, I opened it five years ago, 2017, January to the date. Um, and um, it's grown tremendously over the last five years. It started off with just me. And I added an employee. Now we're about 10, 10 employees. Um, so it's grown tremendously, grew through COVID, which is crazy. Um, yeah, and it's a thriving business. We, uh, our primary sort of target population is the athlete. So we work with um, a lot of people who are active, who want to get back to sports, um, who want to even just uh, a recreational runner. So any age level, someone who loves to be active and wants to gets injured and wants to go back to activity. Um, and we share our space currently with All Fit Gym um, in San Pedro. So we're kind of, we consider ourselves a sports performance center. So we run the physical therapy in the daytime and we run some um, strength and conditioning classes for um, student athletes and we run a mobility, mobility class. And they run all the circuit training classes, the kickboxing classes, and they do personal training as well. So we share that space, which has been amazing. It's been a great thing. We moved in together during the pandemic when they thought they might have to close. So, um, and we wanted, we were outgrowing our space. Um, so yeah, so um, yeah, wow. that's about us, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. I think, so 2017 in January? Yep. That means you're officially six years now. Oh, six. In 2023. That's right, yeah. six years. I keep saying five, but. I know, six. that's great. Time is wow. flying by. I know. So I, okay, real quick, you said that you and Allfit, so yes. your business and Allfit kind of share the same space. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Yeah. You know, there's so many other people doing that, like yeah. even just with the San Pedro yeah. um, studio, like the ballet school yes. with the uh, dance, I think Dance yes. Factory or. Yes. I the Dance Factory, yeah. yeah. Dance Factory. That actually was inspired by me so Cindy the owner of St. Peter City Ballet and I are pretty close we got close um, when I opened the business we got close because we had a um, one of their like lead dancers got injured and mm-hmm. we started treating her and then her mom um, kind of connected us and we started doing um, like free injury things for them like free injury clinics um, and then we started doing nutcracker for them doing behind the scenes oh, nutcracker nice. things mm-hmm. um, for the for the nutcracker every year and then we started teaching a dance class for them every month mm-hmm. um, and that. so during the pandemic 
Cindy, I remember, um, and this, this was something that happened with a lot of the local gyms around, but during the pandemic, I just was like, you got to get, you got to get online. You got to get your girls online. You got to start teaching classes online. She's like, nobody's going to want to do that. Like, you know, and I'm like, no, like they, these kids need to be active still. Their parents want them to do stuff. Mm -hmm. Like they don't want to like not be doing ballet. You need to get them online. So she started her Zoom classes and she wasn't going to charge in the beginning. I'm like, you need to charge. Mm -hmm. Like it's, Mm -hmm. you need to make money and keep your business open, you know? Um, And yeah. And then I, we walked the, I came and walked the studio for her because I'm like, you know, you have a lot of space here. And she, at, at one point we were talking about us and we have, we that's still a goal, but it's for us to kind of lease a, lease a room or have a space in there where we can do PT for them. Because she really wanted, she was trying to push me to do that for a while. And I'm like, why don't you lease out the space? Mm-hmm. Pilates, yoga, there's a lot of places in the area. You mm-hmm. can, because she was scared of closing the studio. Her, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's expensive that to run that lease. Um, and she did, and she it ended up that she brought in. It was a little bit of plot. She brought in some outside people, mm-hmm. but then she reached out. It just so happened the dance factory was looking at the same time that we were having these conversations, and she brought them in, and that kept yeah that really saved her business. What I love is the collaboration yeah. Yeah. and um, yeah. the like joined forces to yeah. get through something together. Yeah. I even love that your business that you know isn't even really working with her necessarily yeah. all the time yeah. was there to like guide and yeah. advise yeah. and do all that because yeah. we all need a little bit of help adjusting mm-hmm. and yeah. adjusting to change like totally. we were just talking about yeah. um, especially through something we've never experienced before right yeah, yeah. for sure um, so for I sure. it's that adaptability really that. in leaning into your community right leaning yeah. into the people that may know or have ideas yeah, yeah. the awesome. stories we're hearing about people who have adapted like even with just the small vendors people who have like yeah. lost their jobs and pivoted to something that they're good at you yeah. know and selling it on their own yeah. it's been really cool to see mm-hmm. yeah I tried to do that with anybody I worked with so I had that same conversation with Heyday with mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. with All Fit like you know pe- because for me I was so passionate about people staying active and moving and exercising through the pandemic because mm-hmm. injuries come from lack of movement um, and then people just it you know when you move and you exercise it brings wellness and happiness and it keeps your body feeling good and Mm -hmm. it's just another way to move through something that's really tough right so I was passionate about everybody I knew who was in sort of that business whether it's working with like you know the youth or college or just the adult you know active person just not closing you know and Mm -hmm. that was my big thing like anybody I knew just you need to keep you need to keep you need to figure out a way to provide something for all of your members so that they can stay involved and yeah, and so Engaged. same thing. Yeah. Engaged, yeah. Hey, they did the same thing, and so did All Fit. They ended up mm-hmm. both doing, you know, an online programming during that time as well. Yeah, that's um, great. So it was, yeah, it was awesome. It was fun. And we even taught the girls our classes via Zoom and virtually during that time as well, which was fun for them as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I would love to get into that. Yeah. Um, but before we do, yeah. I really want to get to know you. Yeah. Um, so tell me, where uh, where did you grow up? So I grew up in the South Bay. I went to Bishop Montgomery High School. So I went to like Catholic school my whole life, but ended up at Bishop Montgomery for high school and I played basketball there. Thought I was gonna play basketball in um, college, but ended up not pursuing that route. Um, I went to the University of San Francisco um, for my undergrad um, and got my bachelor's in exercise and sports science. I knew I wanted to be a physical therapist during like high school time, so mm-hmm. I started to pursue that like that that direction, 
in college, and then I went to Loma Linda University in um, San Bernardino County for my doctorate. So oh, cool. yeah, so I'm, I'm a South Bay girl. San Pedro. I moved to San Pedro actually when I we moved back here. Um, so I when I was out at the Loma Linda area, I took my first job like out that way. Actually, my first job was in a Pilates clinic. It was like a Pilates physical therapy clinic. No other equipment, only Pilates equipment. So I had mm-hmm. to learn Pilates and get certified to do that. Um, but then when my daughter, we had, a, we have a, I have a daughter. She's um, 18 now, but at the time she was five or six, and I wanted to get closer to my back to my family. So I worked mm-hmm. a few years out there. My husband started his business out there. We bought like our first house out that way, um, in in the San Bernardino County area. And then when she was going to first grade, we're like. Let's let's try getting back this way towards the South Bay area, and my husband was going to the Musicians Institute in Hollywood, so he was doing a program there. So we're like, let's trial it. We live with my parents for a year, and then we decided we're not going back out there. So my dad had some properties in San Pedro, and he's like, why don't you just like rent one just for a little bit? We didn't know where we wanted to go. I'm like, San Pedro, like I know nothing. I remember yeah. like in high school coming up to San Pedro for like a basketball game or something like it felt like it was so far from Redondo Beach mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I'm like okay fine so we did and ugh, never left we lived here for a long time actually recently I've moved but we were here for 12 years so it wow. so when I moved here in San Pedro I was still working in a different company but then I decided like shortly after like I want to open my practice here you know to keep everything close and local so mm-hmm. I, I love it that. I love San Pedro. so your parents didn't live in in San Pedro they no. just had property here yeah they mm-hmm. just had a, they live in actually they have a home in Torrance okay oh. yeah. yeah I grew up in so. Torrance did you grow up in Torrance yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah I went to West so. I knew okay. a couple people at Bishop yeah okay. <laughs> West I um, used to live like walking distance from west like inch like that's because it's close lane yeah so i used to yeah Yeah. but i didn't walk to school but yeah but west was yeah yeah Uh, my brothers went to redondo nice so Mm -hmm. yeah i went to redondo my freshman year and then i transferred to bishop to bishop yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, it's super close we used to drive by there all the time yeah um Yeah. yeah and similar to your story like i would rarely came out to san pedro yep um i don't think i actually ever did maybe once for a college class like okay. we went to a Warner Grand, okay. and then I also felt like this is far away. I didn't even know where we were. I was yeah. just like, I don't know where this land is. <laughs> I know it yeah. seemed like a very unique area. And when you're here, once you're here, the people here are just so all about San Pedro, which is it's such it it trips me out that um, we're just a part of an LA city, LA County, because people people in San Pedro are just a unique bunch, and they love the city. And they are all about it, and yeah, that's one of the things I love about San Pedro. Yeah, I know. I think that like we don't we don't see people with like Torrance hats the way we yeah. see with like Pedro hats yeah. and mm-hmm. all the yeah. Pedro brand repping, oh, yeah, Pedro totally. restaurant repping. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like yeah. anything Pedro you can get your hands on. That's people want to wear it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. Yeah, it's a really cool city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I was I was gonna say, and this may, if it's too personal, we can move no, on from it. No, no, but fine. at which point did you meet your husband? <laughs> oh, so I met my husband in when I was an undergrad mm-hmm. um, at the University of San Francisco. My husband's from San Francisco. Okay. So and all his family's from there and, and lives there. And I met him my um, sophomore or junior year, mm-hmm. and we started dating. And then he, you know. We kept dating, and then he let me know he wanted to go into the music business, and so he felt like, you know, the best move would be for us to come back to L.A. Mm-hmm. So that's why we ended. I ended up going, getting my doctorate in L.A. because I was like, okay, well, let's get closer mm-hmm. down there. Um, and yeah, 
so yeah, I met him there. I, I was, he was living there. I was a college student. I met him at a, a bar. It was a lounge bar on Halloween. Okay. So yeah, oh. just out on the town. And yeah. Met mm-hmm. him Wait, can I ask where? Because yeah. San Francisco so, changes yes, all the time. Yes, she, so, there she also lived in San Oh, Madison. did she? Okay. <laughs> so I, I met him at a, a place called the Justice oh. Room or League? Justice. The Justice yeah. League. Justice League. Yeah. It was on Divisadero. Yeah. Yeah, are you familiar with that? Okay. Yeah. It's a cute little just bar, dance, little dance floor. I love to dance. Um, so, yeah, I was out on the dance floor, and he was one of those shy people at the bar. You know, didn't really get out on the dance floor, and I was like, want to dance? And, and You did the – Yeah, I, I, I asked Oh, I that. love it. Yeah, yeah. I oh, was like, right. I would, I've always been very extroverted and type yeah. A, and, yeah, he's a little more introverted. He has got some extroverts. I love those matches. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the rest is history. Yeah. Part of my job is to get everybody's love story. Oh, documented okay. on the yes. record. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. wasn't. We didn't start out that way, but that's what it's become. Yeah, well, we've been married. Oh God, I stopped counting, but we got married in two thousand four. So, and my daughter turned eighteen. So, we've been married nineteen years. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Now, so as somebody from like the Bay Area, primarily, yeah. does how does he like San Pedro? He actually loves San Pedro. Because it's very, we always say it's, it's like it's like a small San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So many people say that, and it's because of the bridge, and, and then the like port. there the port, the port mm-hmm. and then there's like the grit and grime of like the downtown area, which yeah. is a lot like yeah. a smaller market street area, yeah. kind of all the hills, and then the beach, <laughs> you know, and the water, mm-hmm. the hills. Mm-hmm. And then you have your nice, really nice areas. Yeah. I think it's, it, it's yeah, the it makes us feel, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Sometimes when the red car is going, you can really feel yeah. like yeah, it, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think that's why he, I think we connected to it. There's just a little piece of it down yeah. here. Yeah, yeah my husband um, went to high school in San Jose. Okay. So, yeah, we okay. met in San Francisco as well. Okay. okay. And so similarly, when we came here, we were like, oh, it's kind of like a little Bay Area. It is. Like, yeah. And it kind mm-hmm. of feels like... Somewhat like Long Beach is Oakland, even though mm-hmm. I think it's the opposite way around. But I think, yeah, I feel I like kinda, there's... Yeah. Or, or even like, like Belmont Shores is kind of like Sausalito. Or yeah. Like, you know, it's just, it has its mm-hmm. little quirks that are yeah. similar. And like yeah. Marin is PB. <laughs> well, we can go on, but yeah. <laughs> it yes, goes so on. funny. Yes, yes, yes. Um, okay, so now going back into, you know, when you decided to start your own practice, mm-hmm. what was really behind that, you know? It sounds like well, you have to have a lot of passion about what you do yeah. in order to start this. Yeah. Um, can you describe what that's like for you? Yeah, so oh, starting my own business. I always knew I wanted to open my own business. I just didn't know when would be like the right mm-hmm. time. I thought it was going to be a lot more work than not and it was a lot of work but I just thought it was going to be just something that was like an impossible thing you know um it just seemed so big um but I've always had really I've always been a leader it's just I've always I've always been a natural leader um and um I think I knew I would open my own business it was just the win so when my daughter um and I kind of took like strides towards that. So I, when I was first in my early in my career, I was just a staff physical therapist, and I worked at different types of clinics, getting experience with sports and Pilates and out, like all different areas. I, I would say that any patient could walk through my door and I could treat them: stroke, mm-hmm. Parkinson's, MS. There's no patient wound care. I can do pretty much anything. So skill set wise, I was trying to just make myself valuable and know that I could kind of treat any patient that walked through our door. Um, 
because I think early on in my career, I loved sports, but I didn't really envision that that would be a, like it'd be a sports clinic. I just knew I wanted to open an outpatient private clinic. Mm-hmm. And then um, when my daughter went into school, I just, she was my only one and I'm an all-in kind of person. I wanted to be able to be there for her, for her like activities and things, but I was a working mom and I wanted to do that as well. So I went into a leadership position and kind of started running clinics and being like director and I went in, I was promoted to a regional. So I, I, I had positions where um, I was overseeing staff. I was hiring staff. I was terminating staff. I was traveling and doing a lot of, learning a lot about the things it would take to sort of run a business. Mm-hmm. So those like natural skill sets were like being developed before I opened the business. And then when my daughter was in eighth grade, I was like, she's going into high school, like, it's just like the time. This would be the perfect time. She doesn't need me as much. She's, She's you know, independent. Yeah. I've taught her. Yeah. I mean, she, at that point she was cooking and she can clean and I, we give, give, you know, develop all those skill sets in her that I felt were valuable for me to be able to pull away a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so I, I was kind of just looking for resources and I started looking online for, you know, um, con- you know, how to start a business, how to start a practice. I'm reading books. Like what are the things I would need to do? And I came up upon this really cool consulting group. It was a physical therapist who was really had his own small practice and was guiding physical therapists on how to open their own practice without like taking out large loans or take, you know having being mm. doing it on like a small budget. How do I do this um, that way? So I kind of went through his. I purchased his consulting um, sort of program, and it was modules that he had to work. And I got to like the end, and when I got to the end, I was like, okay, go look for your lease. And at this point, I was actually working as a regional for a very big company in California. And um, they just so happened to come back to me and they were downsizing. And they were like, we're going to need to change your position and reduce it. So it was just, for me, it was like a God thing because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is this is perfect timing because I wouldn't have been able to really, I don't know how I would have done it, like time-wise. Mm-hmm. So I, I started to do the things that... Um, were in these modules like starting a Yelp account a Google account like mm. setting my business license all the things that were pre-steps for it and then I just started to like put myself out there to see patients and I went and I my first place was I leased a space in Absolute Best which is on yes. 6th Street mm-hmm. and um, I just took on one office in there mm-hmm. they had a chiropractor in there personal trainer massage therapy um, they were doing um, acupuncture they were doing kind of all these wellness services mm-hmm. amazing place um, so I took on a space and then I just started to market myself. I started to get clients. Um, I had the owner of the business, her daughter was doing medical billing. So she started doing medical billing mm-hmm. for me. It was just all perfect. And then, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And I just, it just started to grow and there it was. Yeah. And I, it slowly just kind of exited out of my last job. So I took on patients little by little until I could fill my schedule and then, um, yeah, and then I quit my job. I love this. It doesn't sound so scary. <laughs> no. Yeah, it sounds doable. Because I, I really resonated with the yeah. whole idea of starting a business is just, it seems so big, you yeah, know, and it, it seems like kind of daunting and yeah. almost impossible. And you're like, I yeah. can't do this by myself. But yeah. I love that you purchased uh, an actual consulting yeah consulting package where it literally took you step by step you know you sought the right person's advice and then and then it kind of forced you to like hey look for a lease go find your place Mm -hmm. where are you going to start and then you grew organically from there which is really incredible yeah Mm -hmm. um yeah I feel like it can feel really overwhelming but that that program helped me like work the steps Mm -hmm. and 
um, I feel like just um, we do we make things seem that they're very big but you can do things very small mm-hmm. and that's what I loved about this program was like you could I went into this center but you could go into a gym and do that like I mean mm-hmm. you you could any person can lease an office in any building yeah. right mm-hmm. for a small amount of yeah. money and just start and you mm-hmm. can continue working with their current job but mm-hmm. slowly mm-hmm. you know create these things but yeah it was um, yeah it, it, it grew organically I think I once I I think the first step is like oh my gosh am I gonna be able to you know are people gonna send patients to me like how am I gonna get patients how am I gonna do things so my model was built off of social media mm-hmm. and in the community nobody else was doing it like that I knew what my also my competitors were mm-hmm. yeah. and we have really great physical therapists in the community really great physical therapy businesses already in here in the community and you know you can do more than one thing so I try to niche my practice mm-hmm. to be different how am I different than the next place the growing businesses already had like a lot of physician referrals and stuff so I didn't target my market that way I targeted it to the people so I went Yelp Google reviews website mm-hmm. um, I marketed with social media nobody was doing that so I was like mm-hmm. okay I gotta get good at these things I so want to say yeah. when I was working at the magazine yeah. I saw a lot of like because we followed you right away yeah, yeah, you know um, yeah. and I think it's great too that you also marketed yourself in the magazine. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of people are not doing print. Mm-hmm. And um, I just think that's incredible, a credible yeah. way to center yourself. Yeah. Especially for a magazine that's so important to the community. Yeah, for sure. I feel like that was a good move also. Yeah. But yeah. I saw you everywhere. Oh, yeah. thank you. It was great. No, it was great. Yeah. Because if anybody were to ask me, yeah. you would have been front of mind. Yeah. Like, even okay. though I have not personally had yeah. any physical therapy from you. Yeah, yeah for sure. My, I was like, you got to stay in everybody's ecosystem. So right now, that's my huge marketing plan is like, sort of try to be everywhere mm-hmm. like and it's funny because Josh and I were talking about San Pedro um, today and I was like this is like one of the only cities that like loves this magazine and they read it and it's it's a thing here mm-hmm. and it was yeah for me it was like okay just be try to be a little bit of everywhere and stay in the presence of what what matters to this community right mm-hmm. and it is a little bit of everything here so mm-hmm. yeah that was why yeah, I did that too and, I, and, and for me too like I'm a huge, if I'm going to have a business in a community, like that was why it was important for me to live here. It's like live here, know the people. A lot of times yes. like doctors were, you know, will avoid living in their community because they don't want to get stopped at the grocery store or whatever. But I'm like, these are the people who are, you're going to help. Right. So like, you know, this magazine can't survive yeah. without people in the community putting ads in it. Like, yeah. and so, and I feel like I could probably not only have you in the back of my mind just because you've been everywhere that I've seen, yeah, like on yeah. social media and the yeah. magazine, but I probably ask one of my friends yeah. and they would probably know somebody yeah. that worked with you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, point eight, yeah. like Cindy Bradley. I know yes. her. I talked to her all the time. Yeah. If she heard that I was in need, she'd be like, go see my friend yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's totally. exactly how it worked. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. being in the community, I think that's such an important part and also like a thread in San Pedro is that everyone really does like work here or live here or really be present here and like connect and so I think that that's important that's a good way to go approaching us a business too yeah 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 um, I kind of wanted to talk. So this is we're in our new year. Yeah, we are trying to do a, a few episodes on kind of like health and wellness, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, I think 
<laughs> I know for me, I've not had, I mean, I've had a great year as far as like putting myself first, setting some boundaries, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. finally got a therapist. I'm like, yes, I'm making some like self-improvement strides. Yeah. But I think physically that's been on the back burner for a while. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to talk about your actual profession and what you do and about okay. our bodies. Yeah. What yeah. are some things that we should kind of keep in mind this year? Some Some goals that maybe we can... What are some things people need in yeah. their lives yeah. with their question. bodies that yeah. we're not taking care yeah. of? <laughs> so I think one thing that is huge with just, I would say, the body and injury is that a lot of times we, and this is just human nature, so I would say this with a toothache or anything else, but with, with anything that we have ailing us, we we let it sort of like linger and nag and we really don't address it right away so i would say like you know if something is bothering you then the longer you let it sit a lot of times people think it's just going to go away Mm -hmm. but you know um when we're younger sometimes it happens like i remember when i got an ankle sprain and i was you know in high school you know a couple days some you know stop playing sports and then i'm back to it like your body has a, a bigger chance of recovering quickly um with small things when you're younger even just like you know injuring your back or pulling a muscle in your back you know sometimes you can recover just with resting and moving forward um but as you age it's just not that easy anymore so i would first say that like if you have something that is nagging and ailing you you know i would just first of all address it right away and not don't let it build up because usually it's going to turn to something worse mm-hmm. so get some help so um that would be my first thing. And then my second thing would be that if you have something, the, the way to prevent anything from ailing you or nagging at you is to keep your body moving and active. So mm-hmm. when we're young, we're very active. We we are, and it's hard because the young generation now is not as active as they used to be, which is why we're seeing a lot more problems and injuries and early pain on. and early on yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean when I was younger I played outside every night like we, we were active right. we were on the playground we were playing always doing something right um as you get older you get more sedentary you get less active you take care of your body a little bit less that way um so I would just encourage everybody to to keep to stay active I mean you gotta you can find anything but finding something that your body that you like to do Pilates yoga you know the gym, biking, walking, cycling, mm-hmm. everybody, there's something mm-hmm. that we all can do physically um, opposite of what we do in our daily basis. So if you have a sitting job, mm-hmm. you know, all day, then you want to be moving in a different way. So finding something like that and doing that three times a week, 30 minutes, it's going to prevent you from having these nagging, ailing injuries and mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. And that's just the average person who's working an average job, doing the day-to-day, um, just, you know, stay active and moving. And your body will not have uh, problems if you take care of it in that way. That's mm-hmm. number one. Um, some injuries can't be avoided. A lot of We work with a lot of athletes, so sport injuries. I mean, if you play a sport and you're active in that way, you're always take a ri- uh, taking a risk that you are going to injure yeah. yourself. And but you can do things too to support that so for us we're we believe heavily in strength training um Mm -hmm. if you're an athlete because that when you're an athlete you're doing the same movements all the time so if you're a swimmer you swim in the water and you're swimming in the water you know five to six times a a week sometimes and you're swimming one to two hours and that's the same activity but the body doesn't like to do the same overtrain or do the same thing over Mm -hmm. and over again so strength training really helps you to work your body in a different way than your sport 
um, and stabilize and strengthen your muscles for your sport. So mm-hmm. we, we try to educate athletes to do that in general, but I would just say the average person will feel better and it's not, it exercise is great just not because you don't want to not feel good in your body, but it's great for your mental health. Yeah. It's great yes. for your confidence. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's good for your body in general. Mm-hmm. So just, but you have to be intentional. Yeah. And the thing is that most of us, we are not intentional about it. So it doesn't happen, mm-hmm. you know, and usually it doesn't happen until something makes it happen for yeah. us. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. you have to be intentional. I was going to say, we were, were we talking about this in like, you're talking about um, Jonah he, Hill. Jonah Hill, where he has a documentary about his therapist. Yeah, Phil and Stutz. he said like one of the best things you can do for your mental health is to like be active, be physically active. Yeah, and I was and like just going wow. on a walk. Yeah. yeah, and I think that he mentions this in the documentary, but so often, and even myself, like growing up, like physical activity was very much like a you do it because it's good for your body yeah. like not talked about how like there's all these other benefits to confidence yeah. mental health like yeah. all these other aspects to it yeah, yeah. so yeah. yeah I think it's that's key and important I'm notorious for um I don't like necessarily running but I like races mm-hmm. and so I'm notorious to sign up for races every now and then and be like <laughs> okay now I have to run so that I can actually like prep for it mm-hmm. um but then to your point if I'm not con- consistently active like you're more prone to getting injured in yeah. some form or another yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah we see a, t- a lot of injuries are we call that the weekend warrior mm-hmm. syndrome so it's where someone hasn't really worked out in a long time and they're like they I'm used to they thing. used to do that thing yeah. and then they go like for the weekend they play like basketball with all their friends for a few games and then they you know tear their ACL like the it is that it is like you can't just go from a to z you yeah. have to build right and so when you start running again it's really important to slowly get into running Pace like you don't up. go the first time and go five miles for a run yeah, right? right you need to like just jog walk around the block a little bit every day yeah. and then start to jog a little bit add a little jog and then just slowly build it up when you do that when you like allow yourself to have a, a linear like progression yeah you're less likely to get injured too mm-hmm. and you're most, more likely to stick with it because a lot of people that do the just I'm gonna go do it. Race, they, yeah. they don't feel good after that, and then they don't do it again for a while. Yeah. So like, oh no, you know? totally. I signed <laughs> up for Beta Breakers last yeah, year, yeah. and then we also did Conquer the Bridge. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, I signed up for Beta too. Breakers yeah. again this year. Okay. But here we go. You know, what's that one that like, you said? The Beta Breakers. What is that? That's the race that's in San Francisco, oh, and they, yeah. it's like across the city, and yeah. you go up the hills and all mm-hmm. the way to the end to the ocean. So we signed up again with my friends this year, okay. um, but now we're in January, and now I'm feeling the pressure of May. <laughs> I gotta I'm get someone, on it. I'm someone who didn't like PE. Okay, okay? there was okay. all the. I was like in school with a lot of athletic kids. I was always last. My times are always late. You know what I mean? Yes. So I just never really liked do. You know, just yeah. because that's where we got most of our. Oh, um, like physical activity was in mm-hmm. PE. Yeah, yeah. Um, in soccer, I was always goalie. My dad mm. trained me to be a goalie because Strong. I need to be. He needed extra time with that person, whoever was going to be goalie. And of course, it was easier because I was his daughter um, to work with me mm-hmm. and spend that extra time mm-hmm. with me. Mm-hmm. And so I did become a very good goalie. Yeah, but I was terrible at every other <laughs> position. <laughs> I could do defense because I'm I really am a great like defender yeah. of the goal. But like, yeah. oh my gosh, offensive or running like yeah. going for it, I'm like, nope, that's not me. <laughs> yeah, goalie is like a very 
you know, just special position. You mm-hmm. either can do it or you can't. And if you mm-hmm. can do it, you're really great. And yeah. yeah you just don't I did you. like it and I did enjoy it. And I yeah. did get picked for like certain teams. And then yeah. when I went to high school, I was like, I'm going to do soccer again. Mm-hmm. But like the level of physical activity that they did mm-hmm. for practice was so much more than I was yeah. used to. Yeah. And also I was in Huntington Beach. By the time I got home from practice, it was like eight o'clock. You know what I mean? It was like yeah. seven o'clock. Yeah. It was just, it was just such a commitment that I was yeah. like, meh. Yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah. It's funny because they say the most of the people who run the Fortune Five comp, like the big companies or leaders or run businesses, were student athletes. Mm-hmm. Like because it's the the mental fortitude to and and the physical to discipline push through even like, through like college and yeah. not being able to drink and party mm-hmm. and do like these things that a lot of other people do. They don't get to do that. Mm-hmm. They you know and they have to wake up at these early times of the morning and practice like all it's it's a lot of discipline Mm -hmm. and so and then you're also academically having to do what you have to do as well so and mm -hmm. it's like a team structure I mean I've talked about this with my husband he used to play basketball okay at one point he thought he'd be the next Michael Jordan (laughs) (laughs) but that was like his um his sport and so often I do see that like elements where I'm like oh how is it that you can deal with the situation in that way or speak with people yeah. in specific. And I can yeah. tell it's like a lot of it comes from like his training in basketball, yeah. being in a team sport, mm-hmm. you know, learning yeah. all of those um, character building skills yeah. that yeah. really contribute to that. Yeah, for sure. My daughter's, a, so I played basketball, which is a team sport, which I feel like you can blame other people when things go wrong. Like it's not all on you, right? My mm-hmm. daughter's a swimmer and she swims for in college right now um, at Willamette University. And she is, swim is like one of those things where like, literally, she's been swimming since she was eight. And I just am always in awe of swimmers because they get up on this platform, they're individually being, everybody's watching just them, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's on you, like the race is on you, everything's on you, if you don't, you know, win the race, it's on you, there's no one to blame. Mm -hmm. I mean, you swim in a team structure, Mm -hmm. but you have to get up and perform. It's almost like performing by yourself, you know? Every single time I'm like, that's confidence. But to me, that's some crazy confidence that you have to have, you know, to be able to do that. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Individual sports like tennis and golf and, you know, eyes are just glued to you. Yeah. Right on top of you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think it's really cool. I think, I mean, and then I, I, something I tell her, I'm like, you know, for the rest of your life, because no one wants to, you know, no one, even if you love your sport and you play a sport no one loves the practice and all the yeah. stuff that you have to, you know, it's like, oh, practice, like, you know, they love the competition. They love like the mm-hmm. fat part of it. Um, but, and, and so even going to the gym and doing stuff with her as she, in, in her childhood, as she's always gone and worked out with me. And you know, I, we've always done that together. And I'm like, I know you don't want to do this now, but when you turn 30 or 35 or 40, you're going to reflect back and you're going to go to the gym like naturally. And it's, you're going to thank me and be like, this is this is who I am. Mm-hmm. I take care of my body because mm-hmm. it's like part of who I am, you yeah. know. Because and she'll that's have a friend to develop that. She'll have a friend like me who's like, <laughs> I I can't go. to, I hate the gym. Yeah, you're right, right. <laughs> and but it's she so might hard to get my body them. moving. She might influence them to be yeah. like, let's go. I'm going to totally. teach you what to do. Because the other yeah, thing is that's like, the other thing. it's so intimidating. It's very intimidating. Like my daughter can walk into any gym and go right up to the barbell and grab yeah. the barbell. She can squat. She can yeah. deadlift. She can. She push press the barbell she can grab she knows everything in the gym yeah. to learn that and to know what to do and how to do it 
and not feel uncomfortable and intimidated by everybody else in the gym, it's hard. Mm -hmm. So most people don't do it because of that reason, Mm -hmm. right? It's like you need to learn. But I really believe in, that's why I love all fit and I love being in there with them because you, if you get into a group setting and you learn things, you can slowly develop. It's like, it's like taking a class. You could take a class, go learn, learn how your Mm -hmm. body moves, learn exercises that do certain things for your body and you will develop some independence with, you know, working out as well. So if you didn't, if you haven't done it before and you want to do it. What about, um, at home workouts? Cause I feel like now with, uh, social media and also, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of places switched over to zoom or online, like you could go on YouTube and find like, you know, maybe I do, I am serious about the gym. I don't necessarily want to go to the gym, but I want to do some things at home. What are some things that you think people should be weary about and, Mm -hmm. or how to, yeah. I think you just need to find something that you like. I think the biggest thing with exercise is like find someone who motivates you. Mm-hmm. Find something you like. Mm-hmm. Find your people. Like a, a lot of people go, you know, like Heyday is so successful here in San Pedro. All Fit is so successful. Um, uh, fit Culture Pilates. Like they're successful because they have a group of people who have found like their people yeah. who motivate like yeah. motivate them to come back. They come back to see those people. Yeah. They work out with them. You have you like know. a tribe there. And yeah. that's what kind of brings you yes. back is the social aspect yes. of yes. it. Yeah. And then those coaches motivate them. So they go for so they and I think you can do that in any setting. You can mm-hmm. do that at home on TikTok. You can find your favorite TikToker. Yesterday I was watching the news and it was like they were showing they had a, a guy from Lulu come and show like a couple of TikTok like yeah. you know workouts that are really popular that's happening right now. But like you can find that person if they motivate you and there's someone who inspires you, yeah. like just do you, start doing it. Yeah. Do you know Co- Cody the from like what is it Peloton? No, Cody from Peloton. No, no. Is he the Peloton voice? Or yeah. Well, he's like the guy who's like yeah, doing it, and he's behind her. He okay. always has a ton of like TikToks out because yeah. he, everything he says is hilarious. Okay. Um. No. Okay. Like, well, I was like, if I could take his class, I would do it. That's yeah. how I feel. <laughs> yeah. Um. I do. I do know what you're saying, and it is so true because I've always felt. I think this had to do with my, you know, never really liking PE, never feeling like I fit in with a group, or yeah. always feeling I I was last. Yeah. You know, um, I I worked at a bakery for a little bit during college, gained some weight, and I was like, I want to work at a gym so I could go to the gym. Yeah. And I didn't want to do it here because I know everybody at LA Fitness, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which were the options. And then, so I actually worked at Equinox for a little bit, and I met people, I made friends, they dragged my butt to classes, and I actually ended up falling in love with spin class it was dark it was loud it was like a club (laughs) and it was like nobody can see me and I can work my butt off you know and so I've you know ever since that I feel like I've been missing it but I I know what it I know what you're saying because I've been looking kind of for that you know as well yeah Yeah. um anytime my spin instructor had a new schedule out I'd be like marking my calendar you know yeah um and it was fun yeah Yeah. and you know it doesn't have to be the gym either like I mean I've been wanting to do this for my personally for myself, but I haven't been there. But I say next five years I'll get back into it. But there are like the Y does like a, a co-ed basketball team. Yeah. There are softball yeah. co-ed adult softball teams. There's there's always a place. There's recreational stuff. There's in between yeah. professional and there's there's so many levels of things out there. Yeah, you just have to like figure out what you're passionate about and get find your people. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's you got to find your people. And as you get older, 
you're, you know, physically you need to find your people who are going to help you do something right. that's going to keep you active. Right. right. I think that's, that's kind of where I'm at, where yeah. I'm like mentally getting ready to like do one of these things. Yeah. yeah. I joined, um, I did work at Beachbody too, which is funny because okay. we're talking about at-home workouts. Yes. Um, they have plenty of at-home workouts. Did yes. I use any of them? No, I didn't. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm the kind of person that I do have to be socially committed yeah. before I'm going to engage in stuff. Mm-hmm. If it's yeah. up to me to work out by myself, it's not going to happen. Yeah, because right. you know yeah, yeah. nobody motivating you. I mean, working exactly. out is not like easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, the motivation, you know, when, that's why you having an accountability partner or someone yeah. that's mm-hmm. going to do it with you is makes it happen, you know. It's right. just not something we, we want to always do. We're tired at the end of the day. Exactly. We're like, you know, it's just, yeah. There was a point, though, where Beachbody, they had a, an adult soccer team, a Beachbody oh, team. Um, j- that played with another group of, I don't know, attorneys in the El Segundo area, too. Oh, and yeah. it was really funny. Um, they were like, we're down a person. We need somebody. And they're like, hey, do you play soccer? And I was like, not for like decades, you know, yeah. don't, don't know. Yeah. And then they convinced me, they're like, do it. You're going to be great. And I bought my, I bought like some new cleats and everything cool. and it was really fun. Yeah. yeah it was yeah. really fun for a while. Yeah. And then I got pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And then that changes everything. I mean, the whole mommy, uh, finding balance. And I, I tell people like, Talk to too, me. like, yeah, it's the thing about it is like, mm-hmm. you have to be okay also with the seasons in your life that are changing. Right. So like mm-hmm. when I, when you have a child, it's all about that child. You know, if you're going to school, it might be all about school. But um, once you've settled into your season, like, okay, I'm a mom. I've settled into this. I've got a routine. You know, finding small ways to do things for yourself during that season mm-hmm. is important. So you just, mm-hmm. you got to settle into the season and then go, okay, I'm here. I've got my schedule. I have my plan. I, if they're a newborn, like these, are, I'm going to walk her every day or yeah. him every day in the stroller like mm-hmm. fine it doesn't have to be something big right now it could be this and it might transition when they're on college like me mm-hmm. to finding a local team that I can play basketball with but mm-hmm. you know yeah. I think it's it's important to figure out what your season is and then find out where you fit in that season if your yeah. kids are in school and they're at practice maybe you can go to the gym while they're at practice like make being intentional mm-hmm. but figuring that out for yourself what is this right now and what's my pattern what what how do I get involved with something right now right yeah mm-hmm. so so you can do it it's just figuring out you yeah. know um, I, I want to comment on something that you yeah. said, and I think that maybe many of our listeners could use use this, yes. and it's really that you have to accept the season that you're in. Yes. And I think that's been one of my biggest issues is really yes. like my body has changed so much yes. since before I was before I was a mother to yeah. now having Post- you know a five yeah. like a five year old child and just yep. like constantly all I mean it's like it throws off your whole whatever you knew before yep. you know. Yep. And now you have to like reassess mm-hmm. and reprioritize yourself because yourself mm-hmm. does get on the back burner. Yep. So I think like just kind of giving grace for yourself, you know, yes. your the seasons change mm-hmm. and yeah. your body is allowed to change in those seasons right. and then you can refocus. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, yeah, you need to accept the season you're in, give yourself grace a hundred percent and do what you can do. Mm-hmm. I think that when you get too, when we get really unhappy is when we get too far from who we are mm-hmm. so not losing yourself in mm-hmm. parenthood not yeah. losing yourself like completely right because you're like one day you wake up and you're like who am I like mm-hmm. I don't even recognize myself and mm-hmm. that could be in dating like you could be dating someone in the beginning and you're just completely work. infatuated or work a new yeah. job like yeah. right um, um, and so mm-hmm. it's important to 
I mean, just in general, it's important to have balance. But something in that, something might have priority. So if mm-hmm. you're a new parent, it's going to take priority over the other things. But yeah. how can I, I might not work out every day like I did before, when before I got pregnant. Mm-hmm. But can I get in three 30-minute walks with my daughter? Mm-hmm. Like, or, you know, what can I, what can I do right now? So that I can have balance, so I don't get, I don't lose myself, mm-hmm. and I don't get so unhappy that I'm like, I don't know who I am anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it's finding that, and that's, I'm talking physical, but that's, mm-hmm. you know, physically, spiritually, mentally, like anything it is. And you may be, but it may have been an avid book reader, and you don't get to pick up a book mm-hmm. anymore. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you don't have time. You just have to figure out what, how to get in little pieces of yourself. Yeah. And not it doesn't have to be like all or nothing. Exactly. We are I'm, all or nothing people. That's I am we are. very much an all or nothing person. Yeah. 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 If I miss one workout, well, that's it. I'll start next year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> I know. That's, that is just how, it is how we are. Human nature is like that, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, for sure. It, it is, is so funny. Yeah. Um, but those are all really good advices of just like sticking to finding something that really feeds your you in some way, right? Yes. Whether it's motivation, yeah. whether it's your soul, whether it's who you are, finding your identity, yeah. like finding and, those pieces. And I like that you're like, whatever it is that you like, that you enjoy, mm-hmm. find a way to get your body moving. Yeah. So it's not yeah. like, go for a run, go do this, go yeah. do that. And it yeah. doesn't, you know, connect with Checklist. us. Yeah. 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 I love that it's like, go find your people, yeah. go find the space that you feel safe in to yeah. get your body moving mm-hmm. and then connect with it. Yeah. I think two yeah. people get too, it's just like diet fads. People get lost in the, oh, Pilates is the way to get yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, in shape. Like, Mm -hmm. no, there is actually no one way. There's a lot of options, which Mm -hmm. can feel overwhelming. But find what you like to do. Because Pilates is no better than yoga, which is no better than strength training. In my mind, moving is what's important. Mm -hmm. So, um, and moving is what keeps you healthy. And moving is what it's going to make you feel good. So, people are... Stop trying to figure out what the right solution is. It's like with diet. It's like, what's the best diet? Well, the best diet is one where you feel good and you don't you eat healthy things and you put things in your body and you're not gaining weight and you're, you know, you're if you're trying to lose weight, that you're losing weight. Like mm-hmm. that is the purpose. But there's mm-hmm. a lot of different ways to do, get to the same place. Yeah. So you need to move. So find, figure out what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. And move. I love that. Yeah. I think yeah. this was a very good message yeah. for, <laughs> for the beginning of the year. Yes, Definitely. Absolutely. A lot of inspiration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Motivation. yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. 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 So. so how could people find you? Yeah. So um, we're pretty much on most social media platforms. So we're on, we're very, he- very heavily on Instagram. We I spend a lot of time and energy posting on Instagram and sharing um, things that we do in the clinic so you can kind of see what physical therapy looks like, what it would look like to like rehab a certain injury. So we share sort of those types of things mm. on social media, on Instagram and, and Facebook. So Facebook um, is our Facebook tied to that. Um, we have a website which shares like everything about our team, what we do, how we do it. Um, so if you want to know what physical therapy is or what physical therapy would look like, it's, it's a great preview into that as well. And mm. on that website, we try to do a monthly blog post where we talk about some sort of thing that we feel is important to the world of physical therapy or to movement or to injury prevention or stuff like that so you can read those i was sharing with you guys earlier that i'm gonna try to get everything up onto youtube and get a podcast going so hopefully that happens this year that's my 2023 goal we fully support that (laughs) please let us know and we will shout you guys out yes thank you yeah Mm -hmm. so that's gonna happen um and yeah we're on um Google, you can find us on Google as well, just if you want to know where our business is. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I have a Twitter account. It's a person, it's like a personal pr- 
Twitter account um, that I very rarely post on because I'm not like a one-liner person. I'm not a Twitter person. And I, I feel like if you're on Twitter, you like to stir up trouble. Like you like, you know what I mean? You, you yeah. like to like it's say, especially now. yeah, you, you like to like to... say things and get people going and fired um, up. And I just, I don't have time for that. It's so kind I'm, of it's for like funny. activists and disruptors and, you know, people yeah. who want to challenge the status quo and, yeah. Yeah. um, and test out their comedy. Yeah, for sure. And <laughs> I have a TikTok account too, but it's, per- I haven't done the TikTok business thing um mostly. I could see you doing yeah. well on TikTok yeah I mean the thing is like it's a whole nother thing again it's like mm-hmm. a whole nother way to edit and post mm-hmm. and yeah. do you have a like a, a social media person or like a communications person in your I, office I do our social I run our social media account, you do everything so yeah so that's like a huge well, job in itself yeah yeah. yeah yeah it's it's I've tried to like let other people kind of help and with some of the posting and some of the stuff but it's impossible because the voice of the business is yes. really me. Mm-hmm. And then, so it's like, what do we want to share? What do we want to do? It's hard for someone to come in and create a post on, you know, yeah. um, ACL tear or something. They don't like know where to begin or whatever. But um, so, yeah, it's me. But yeah. 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 Well, every time, like, I'm sure that'll grow. And yes. I, you might find the right person to be like, right. hey, yeah. Janae, it's time to yep. do your ACL tear right. video. Yep. Right. And then That's they right. just record you and then right. they leave you alone. Even yep. just a that content planner. Yeah. 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 Eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see. Um, yeah. I mean, even us, like, we are, so, I mean, this is. We're ready for growth. We were. <laughs> 2023. Exactly. Yes. Like, yes. We, we work outside this. You know, we have our families. We do our own thing. So it is sometimes it's like, oh, are you going to post? Can I post? Or what's going on? It's. It's funny. Yeah. It can feel overwhelming. Social media, like staying consistent with it can feel very overwhelming. It was my full-time job for a while. So yeah, yeah, it definitely is. Like it's an entire whole thing. Yeah. And it's ever-changing and there's always going to be another platform. And yeah. Yeah. I know. But you got to give yourself grace with that too. I'm, I'm yeah. like that with them. Like I'm like I'm if I don't get it up today, it's it, it is what it is. <laughs> it is yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. That's the other thing too. We're like yeah. we're like okay, we're giving grace for everybody this year. Yeah. If it doesn't grace, get up right away, grace out. Yeah. It <laughs> is gonna be the next day or totally. the day after. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, we'll have everything in the show notes. So when okay. people look in our, you know, they listen to your episode, they'll okay. be able to see all the links there okay, um, awesome. of everything that you mentioned. Um, we like to end the episode talking about Pedro. Okay. And um, I have a couple, I have like a two-parter question and then Jess has a really great question that we love to end on too. Um, My question that I like to ask everybody um, is, first of all, what, are there any concerns that you have about the community or um, another way to to say it is, is there any room for improvement that you see in the community? And then the flip side of that, what excites you about the community right now? Mm -hmm. So we'll start with concerns. Concerns in the community. No, I don't. I don't think I have any concerns in the community other than the fact that I know that everybody wants the waterfront to be done, right? And so that could mm-hmm. bring such great business to our communities, and mm-hmm. I feel like that's a game changer. I think at the same time, when you do stuff like that, you change. It's hard not to change the smallness of this the community. So I think a lot of people have concerns that you know doing the big things might change the small things. But I feel like we need a. I the community needs a push to get I feel like uh to level up in a little ways and I feel like that is going to do that so I'm what I'm excited about is that being done driving more business into the community driving more traffic into the community driving more you know residences and Mm -hmm. things like that in there so I would say I'm excited for that and I know it's been like 
I don't know, a five, 10 year, 15 year plan. I wouldn't, I don't, everybody I talk to is 20 like, years, <laughs> 40 years. Depends on who you ask and yes. how long they've been here. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so I'm not concerned, just excited for, I guess, that to happen. Yeah. I think, um, I think that there was a lot of concern about, um, first of all, tearing down ports of call, yeah, you know? Yeah. And I think that there was a couple directions we could go with yeah. with revamping our, our waterfront. It was like yeah. refurbish the existing ports of call, yeah. right? Yeah. Or tear down and start new, right? Yeah. Which a lot of people had resistance to. Yeah. But now that it's gone, let's get it going. I think yeah. that's where people are. <laughs> yeah, I would just love to see more new businesses. And I, I don't mm-hmm. know enough about this. I've heard rumors about who owns these downtown properties and that the rents are high and stuff like that. But we really can't like, we really can't contribute and like revitalize. We can't use the stuff in the community if there aren't things here. And that to me, the consistency of having good restaurants and good businesses and things that we can actually shop here, Mm -hmm. keep things here. It means that whoever is, providing a space for us to run from it needs to keep it so that we can do that so i guess my other thing is like okay you landlords like make you'd rather have nobody in your building like no like keep the rents where we can actually you know afford them so that yeah. we can bring businesses here and have it thriving so you're not the first person who brought up the concern about landlords, um, you know, and the very high rents, um, cause we have heard that here before and it's so true. It's like, you'd rather have an empty building, you know, yeah. you'd rather lose your business that yeah. that's been renting from you yeah. and have a vacant space than actually charge a rent that is like, like that people can actually work with, you know what I mean? And then as the business grows, you know, gradually, yeah hike it up to where you need it you know or give them ample space to find another i don't know it just um i totally i totally agree because i think one of my concerns is that you know people are just holding on to these big vacant spaces so that they can cash out when somebody huge wants to come in and somebody outside of pedro some Mm -hmm. uh, you know big corporate thing Mm -hmm. is like cool Mm -hmm. there's stuff happening here let's buy some property you know let's make it a whatever and it doesn't really suit the community yeah um i think that's that's a concern yeah i would because i feel like there's a lot of potential for this and there's a big like there's already traffic. You don't have to wait for the new traffic. But yeah. I think the lack yeah. of like business hours, like the oh, range of yeah. all of that, it's just kind of, you know, mm-hmm. it's lacking energy. Yeah. And I feel like if we were to bring some more of that energy, like you get on first Thursdays, mm-hmm. people show up, like yeah. you know. Yeah. But yeah, there's yeah. a lot of those factors. Yeah, in everybody it. wants to spend their money here. They just they're like where you know they end up going outside of it because yeah. we're like. Where, where, you know, where our businesses close at, you know, whatever time on a, on a Friday, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think like we just need more and we need more consistency. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, So, um, my question that I always like to ask is, uh, describe your ideal San Pedro day, Mm. wake up and then what happens? And that includes food, stops, activities. Oh gosh. Okay. Ideal San Pedro day. Well, it would start with either Sirens or Ojas. So, it's, and it just depends on if I feel like tea or coffee. So I would say that, or if I want, you know, a, like a bagel with, my favorite thing at Ojas is their bagel with the spinach and the tomato, <laughs> that little, every, that bagel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So 
it would depend on that. So I'd do you get tea, tea from Ojas? But I love tea from Ojas. Okay, yeah. so you get but tea I don't from, do coffee Ojas. from Ojas. I mean, I have had coffee. They actually have decent coffee. It's mm-hmm. good. But I would do Siren's Coffee mm-hmm. over probably if I had a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, they, Ojas does tea very well. Mm-hmm. So it just depends on what tea or coffee. Um, so that would be the morning. I'd start my morning off with that. Um, well, I guess I'm a... I'm a workout morning girl, so if I had it my way, I'd wake up in the morning and I would do a workout at our own gym. It all fits Physical Therapy San Pedro because we have full gym. Or Heyday, because I actually trained at Heyday for myself. I love their barbell equipment and I love their trainer. So one of the two, an ideal day would be a workout, then a coffee, because I'd follow it with a coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, going into work, I love, I love our business. Um, so if I could stop at 12 um, from working, so I'd love to see patients in the morning and do a, you know, I, I have things because I run the business, but I love, my desire is always to be able to see patients if I can, um, and then stop at 12. Where would I eat at? I'd walk to, hmm, I love Boca Feliz, but it's mm. it's a it's a more of an evening sort of place, but I have had lunch there. They have yummy yeah. lunches. Um, I love Conrad's. I love Burmese Thai. Those mm-hmm. are the ones that are close to me. Um, I love Nikos is more of a order pizza at night kind of place. So I'd mm-hmm. probably do one of those. Three. Oh, San Pedro cafes. Like, if I was to get breakfast after my coffee, it would be a breakfast burrito for San Pedro cafe. They have yummy breakfast, and sometimes we order from them. So mm-hmm. those are all my places. I would say close to me. So lunch at one of those places, or breakfast at one of those places. Lunch. Um, finish my day off with continued patient care and working with our clients we have a ton of fun because the polis kids come in and do they take kickboxing in our space so they come through so it's fun seeing them um i love seeing our trainers come through and we have classes and just it's fun we have a fun space it's just non-stop Mm -hmm. dinner um in san pedro hmm I would love to order pizza from Bonos. Probably is my favorite pizza place, but I yeah. like Nico's too. But I've been more of a Bonos fan lately. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that you can get it by the slice here. Oh, can you? During I lunch. That. Well, we during were just lunchtime only. Yeah, yeah, during lunch. But like we've been here before, and we're like, gosh, like we still have more time to do work. And then it was like, I'm so hungry. And yes. Then, yeah. That's awesome. We went over yeah. there and got a slice. Yeah, that's cool. Perfect. On my ideal like afternoon, if I can break at twelve and walk, just walk the streets of like just walk the streets and stop and get something to eat that's always my favorite too and um but it just depends on on the day but that's my ideal day too um and then yeah finish the day pizza maybe oftentimes for me i'm heading i'm driving home now because i'm not in pedro right now for i moved so i will order something from one of those places and mm-hmm. take it on my way take actually i had ramen the other day from that's a Korean ramen and I took that on my ride and their ramen I had their garlic balm ramen it's the bomb garlic balm ramen garlic balm ramen yum from there so good it's amazing gotta get that yeah Yeah. yep and then yeah um, that would be my sort of ideal day I mean I mean I'm working all day so if it was different if I was shopping or you know if I was if it was a day where I was like a Saturday or something like that I'd be at Ross or you know <laughs> yeah. or Marshall's uh-huh. or oh, yeah know, hit, up all, around, hit up all the good little <laughs> shopping stores and stuff but yeah that's probably um 
I like to I like to be in my center. So my ideal day is usually probably being there. I love that. I love that it start you know that you work out for yourself. Then you your ideal day is going to work, which yeah. is really nice. Yeah, it's like a yeah. really great San Pedro day. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And so. then you named a bunch of really great restaurants here in the downtown area. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And because we're in because we're located downtown, mm-hmm. I get the opportunity to just really mm-hmm. you know be a, you know have all of them. You're pretty much right across from the Warner Grand Theater, yeah. right? Exactly, yeah. directly across, and we have white double doors you just go in we're down it's like a basement so you just mm-hmm. go down the stairs cool. mm-hmm. I've been once it yeah it's very come, cool come tour come take a class yeah. you can take a free class you can take a free kickboxing class you Ooh. can take a free circuit training class see come kickboxing class. I was thinking in the back of my mind that it could be something I can get into because <laughs> mm-hmm. my husband he has a bag you okay. know okay. and I was like and my my son he's just he's such a fighter like physically Ooh. he loves to fight and I think he throws really good hits and my husband says he has good combos okay, okay. so I'm like what if we get him into that you yeah. know well upstairs know. from us is Six Blades too which is martial arts oh and very cool so we actually started doing a strength training class and a mobility class for them for a while too because they get injured they get in different injuries and stuff like that but they're really great as well so mm-hmm. you could always have him go upstairs and take a class while you're downstairs doing kickboxing so cool yeah you the can combo. do it too yep. yeah mm-hmm. I love that yeah very yeah. cool yep yep <laughs> I love this. This thank has been yes. a wonderful episode. Yeah. yeah thank you great. so much. Good. Yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to share or? I don't think so. Other than just, yeah, I just, I hope everybody keeps moving this year, stays active. I'm excited that we're coming fully out of the pandemic kind of, and people are back to things. And um, yeah, we love supporting our community and we do community um, sponsorships and stuff. So work with a lot of the high schools and mm. club teams and things like that we actually were working with the usa cycling team as well recently which is really cool love. um That's so awesome. yeah so just yeah i'd love to get in the community so if you're a, a community team and you need some free injury mm-hmm. support or you you know you need some guidance with workouts or warm-ups that's what we're here for we want to help um that's one of my passions is to be able to be sustainable to have a business that I can help in the community that we're in and provide support. So mm-hmm. reach out to us if you need some help. Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you so yeah. much. You're welcome. This yeah. is great. Yeah. Um, we can't wait to see you next time. Yay. And this has been really wonderful. So yes. thank you. Thank you guys I'm for doing this. We really appreciate you guys. Yeah. This is really awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all for our episode. Follow us for more on Instagram at Hello SP Podcast. Huge thanks to Rock Ashfields at Palm Realty Boutique for providing us such a gorgeous recording space. And thank you to all of our amazing Patreon supporters. Leave us a review and share this episode with your friends, neighbors, and coworkers. See you next week.